You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Megan Smith, CEO of Symbio Logistics. Peak season has always come with its own set of challenges, but after two plus years of unprecedented disruption, how have those challenges evolved to address new e-commerce expectations? Megan Smith, CEO of Symbio Logistics, joins us to offer her insight on how companies can leverage technology and refine business practices to help keep everybody's holidays happy. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Megan Smith, CEO of Symbio Logistics. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey there, thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Uh, as we're recording this, we are uh, heading uh, right into the heart of the holiday season, and uh, no one knows that better than you. I mean, you've been with Symbia for uh, as long as uh, you can remember. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that, can you take us through a little bit of a tour of, of who you are and what you're doing with Symbia? Sure. So like you said, I'm Megan Smith. I'm the CEO of Symbia Logistics. Um we are a third generation warehousing company. So yes, I have been in logistics and supply chain for as long as I can remember. That being said, the traditional studying management and supply chain um, in college, I have my master's as well from Michigan State. And um, beyond that, I've got at this point, you know, 20 years of experience under my belt doing fulfillment and Um, You know, I started on kind of the retail side with an actual store early in my career, which turned into an e-com shop and was doing fulfillment for myself. And then that just transferred into what the family business was, was doing. So here I am today. Yes, we are heading into the peak season, different than any other that we have experienced recently. Yeah. uh, Speaking of that, uh, you have seen uh, your fair share of peak season. So um, how is this upcoming holiday season uh, looking to be different from from past peak seasons. I mean, we are coming out of a a really transformative two plus years uh, since the pandemic. Uh, what is your take on how things are, are looking? I think that the biggest difference this year is we've had a chance to prepare, you know, across all facets of the supply chain. Um, there were so many disruptions that we were just in reaction mode for so long. This year, our clients have their inventory better poised. The carriers like FedEx and UPS have capacity to pick up packages. You know, last season, we were lucky if we could get all of our packages on carriers' trucks. So this year, it seems to be less hectic. We seem to be better prepared. And, you know, I would say that our biggest challenge as always is labor. And I think that's going to continue to be a challenge, but we are expecting a smoother execution this peak season. And so I would say that there are definitely, we are hoping at least less unknowns. Now on the consumer side of things, uh, there's a lot of fret and worry going on regarding the economy. Do you notice if uh, consumers are, are postponing their buying for the holidays, given what's going on with the economy? Yeah, I think that surprisingly, across the board, we are seeing record numbers. Everyone was sort of, you know, holding their breath, especially, you know, as people were poising their inventory um, and making those investments as the cost of doing business has risen as well. You know, I think that everyone was sort of uncertain of the expectation of this holiday season. 
And we've all been pleasantly surprised. We've seen record numbers on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And, you know, it seems that people are looking for the big discounts. So that's good. The worry, obviously, is the economy. Um, are people leveraging more of their credit and savings or the buy now, pay later option? But from a volume and actual, you know, order volume perspective, we're seeing a pretty big peak. Now, back to the uh, shipper side of things. Now, we're also hearing that uh, that shippers are, are, are kind of scrambling to unload excess inventory ahead of the holiday season. Uh, and some of the partners are struggling to meet that uh that new rising consumer expectation. Uh, what are you seeing on, on your end of things? Yeah, we definitely see a significant increase in inventory volumes, and that's just across the 3PL and warehousing industries as the shippers sort of navigate this planning from just in time to kind of now just in case, especially during this holiday season, not really knowing what the consumer was going to do. But another you know, interesting Part of our equation is the cost of storage and how that has significantly increased by as much as almost 100% in some markets, especially last year. It wasn't just the residential real estate market that was going crazy. It was commercial as well. And so we've been encouraging our customers to kind of review their inventory holding, look for slow movers, look for obsolete inventory that they can dispose of. and a lot of our customers have been able to reduce their inventories by as much as 20% to then help them absorb that kind of, you know, increase in storage costs. So, you know, they're able to pass it along. But, you know, it's it's been an interesting couple of years. So I think everyone's sort of hoping that this scrambling mode calms down and that we can be a little bit more able to forecast what's to come. Yeah. Now, speaking of that just-in-time and just-in-case approach to things, uh, what is Symbia doing to meet that drastic shift in consumer expectations and meeting uh, the tighter shipping standards? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the in-consumer, the retailers even, like Walmart and Amazon, they've increasingly, you know, higher expectations regarding short delivery time, perfect execution. This has definitely created additional challenges for 3PLs and the logistics network. Over the last few years, as capacity and labor forecasting, all these abilities have changed. So um, for us, setting honest and realistic expectations for all of the parties involved is, is the most honest path to success and just the basic path. But from a technological perspective, we also are making investments on that side of our business. Um, and you know, for the past year, we've been converting our clients over to a new warehouse management system that's going to allow us to meet those tighter standards in a much easier fashion. So, you know, we have a strong focus on quality and execution, which allows us to maintain high levels of service regarding our receiving order turnaround, order accuracy. So this new WMS is just going to give us better visibility, a nicer dashboard, and, you know, it's going to link a lot of our other systems, um, including our transportation management, allowing us to really optimize our network for our clients. Uh, now, uh, when you're dealing with warehouses and transportation and all kinds of uh, challenges uh, across the, the country, uh, are there uh, more challenging regions than others when you have to uh, look into meeting uh, the customer's e-commerce expectations? Yeah. So in terms of, you know, meeting 
the customer's e-commerce expectations, the most obvious challenge is in rural, rural and kind of hard to reach areas. There's shrinking order turnaround expectations. And so there's been kind of an emergence of regional shippers. A few examples would be like LaserShip and OnTrack. So they're providing additional options to get to these regions quicker and more cost-effectively. I think, you know, obviously the geographic location of a CPL is really important. So Symbia has strategically chosen our locations based on a two-day shipping window for our clients. Uh, and that's the new norm. That's the level of expectation, no matter where you live. And so that's something that we've tried, you know, to achieve. And we've done that through the specific geographic location of our warehouses. And that's definitely something to consider if, you know, you're looking for a 3PL is finding a provider who has locations strategically placed throughout um, the United States you know, it could be globally as well. It depends on what you're looking for, but it's more important than ever to consider the location of your fulfillment center or warehouse when you're choosing a 3PL um, so that you can, you know, meet the customer's new and challenging expectations, but also potentially those regions that are a little bit harder to reach. So, uh, Aside from the geographical uh, challenges, what are some of the other uh, challenges that e-commerce brands are going to face? And what uh, at Symbia do you have to address those challenges? So some of the challenges that we see e-commerce brands could potentially face, you know, now and in the future are differentiators between themselves and the competition. Uh, Competition is fast and fierce these days in every industry. And, you know, some of the ways that we find our clients differentiating themselves are through unboxing experiences, um, affiliate programs with influencers, selling kits, and probably one of the most successful ways that we see these e-com brands overcoming the challenges of the future are actually adding retail channels to their distribution networks. So offering a multi-channel fulfillment solution for our clients is one of the ways that we are addressing these challenges and being able to do that at a high level and do it really well is one of the things that we are finding as a differentiator for ourselves. So being able to pass that on to our clients is probably the best solution that we can come up with to help them face those challenges now and in the future. Excellent. Now, speaking about those challenges, we're going to expand on that a little bit. If you could go into a little bit about that multi-channel, uh, omni-channel approach uh, and your your clients, what are some of the verticals that you serve? Uh, and are there challenges that are unique uh, to each of those? Of course. So there are you know many different verticals in the e-commerce and fulfillment space. One of the specific verticals that we've recently identified as an opportunity is in food safety and the organic food space, uh, specifically with the CPG products that are quick moving um, that you're going to find have a big e-com and you know fulfillment side of their business there, but they also are being found in some of the major retailers like Amazon, Target, Walmart, Wayfair. So some of the challenges that they might face specifically when we're talking about food safety or organic certifications um, are that 
these agencies go and look at the supply chain and audit their supply chain from start to finish. And so the warehouse ends up becoming part of that audit. And it's important that the warehouse space that you're talking about, especially when you're talking about organic food or organic fulfillment, it's much like a customs bonded space. So it can only be used for one purpose. It has to be segregated. It's got to be away from any non-organic goods. So there's all kinds of storage and processing of the environment that is taken into account. You know, additionally, it's not just the brand or the client getting the organic certification. The 3PL also has to get an organic warehousing certification. Another certification that we've recently um, discovered is really important to CPG and food brands is the SQF. And that's specifically around food safety. And it's a similar process. It's an audit and, you know, it you have to score a um, certain percentage to pass. And a lot of retailers are expecting these certifications now. So that's kind of an interesting vertical that we've uncovered. It's in the organic space, which I personally find really fulfilling as we do fulfillment. For them. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Uh, are there any new uh, controls or, or technology that can come into play uh, this year as opposed to, say, last year? Yeah. So we're kind of an interesting beast because we grew through acquisition. And in doing so, that means not only did we acquire clients and the teams and the spaces, but the technology. So for Symbia, particularly the investment that we're making in the installation of our new WMS system is going to allow us to just really dig into kind of the unit of measure functionality, vendor compliance functionality, getting just better at reporting metrics, the dashboard, providing daily visibility into all facets of the operation, um, and also just helping us to better, you know, manage our labor um, and be a better place to not just do business uh, for our clients, but also to come to work every day for our team. Now, for anybody that's uh, concerned about costs, uh, we're, we're in a time where costs are kind of increasing across the board. Can some of these new fulfillment strategies offset some of those increases? For sure. There are a few different strategies that, you know, we've started utilizing and that the, the industry has started utilizing to be very technical and just kind of, you know, just straight to the point, higher cube buildings. So our new facilities are between 36 and 40 feet tall. So the added height allows more storage of product in the same footprint. So our density is greater. This does mean that there are additional costs, and so we might see additional costs up front, but we know that it's going to support greater density and it's going to be a longer-term play. Whether that's a long-term lease or purchasing the building, we're kind of utilizing multiple strategies to diminish that increase in costs. The WMS functionality will allow and give us the ability to work hand-in-hand -hand with a factory management system which would also allow autonomous vehicles and hopefully the introduction of machine work in high cube warehouse environments. So, you know, obviously the theory is less labor equals less cost. That's a long-term play for us, but that's what we are hoping to get out of our new WMS solution. And we're, we're really confident in that. So, you know, really it boils down to kind of, you know, basic network optimization, inventory rationalization, 
skew rationalization and having just a laser focus on the sales channels that are, you know, minimizing waste and are offering those great opportunities. Wow. Anybody that uh, is in our audience that uh, might want to take advantage of those opportunities, where can they go to get more information about Symbia? If you're interested in more information, you can always check out our website at symbia.com. That link will be in the show notes, so you can uh, go there directly to find out more information from Symbia. Uh, Megan Smith, thank you so much for taking some time out today. Uh, I know you're going to be busy, but uh, do try to enjoy the holidays. Thank you for having me. And yes, I hope everyone else has an amazing holiday season. And don't forget whose elves are fulfilling your orders this year. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get IL. That's bit.ly slash get underscore IL and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.